0: Hi, everybody.
1: Hey, everybody.
0: This is Steven.
1: And Sadie.
0: I am from the Crafty Cool podcast.
1: And I am oh. from In Pursuit of Purpose Pat podcast, recently changed and formerly known as the Daily Escape podcast. And that will be one of my first podcasts of the year on my channel is to explain why I changed the name and why I kind of incorporated my business into that.
0: And that's actually a good um, segue, I would say. Sure. Um we Sadie and I decided to do a New Year's Eve podcast because I
1: don't think we've ever done one before on New Year's Eve. Think so either.
0: <laughs> Normally when we do one together, it's been Have Coffee Will Travel Special Sunday edition. But we kind of got sidetracked a little bit, but we did kind of regroup a little bit back in October when we went and saw our daughter and her family in Pennsylvania. But we kind of wanted to just visit with everybody and kind of maybe relive a few experiences, but kind of story tell, because that's also what we do. We're both authors. Yep. And I wanted to, um, before Sadie and and I jumped on, I was getting kind of mushy, just trying to... share with her some feelings from my heart and just let her know how appreciative of her I've been in so many different ways um I hope everybody listening has that that special someone that um that gets them you know I was telling Sadie that um, we have our certain spots in town like for me there's a there's a street in town that's part of a historical district, but there was this one house in particular that just it gets me every single time we drive by. Like I will request if we happen to be out just to drive by that house. And granted, I can't get to it per se. Like I can't just walk up to it. That'd be weird, anyways. But it's just an old post Civil War house, and it just it's got that certain feel. I know any of you creatives out there that hear me understand me but that's just one of the one of many things that you know Sadie and I are like we have those moments where we like we get it you Mm -hmm. know and on the flip side everybody would understand that connection and on the flip side of that um we've been off on holiday and we went we we were planning on going to our favorite Place the Imaginarium Superstore, and we pull up, and the place was emptied out.
1: And there were tears shed.
0: They had shut down as of November, end of November, and closed up shop. And they're reopening another shop, but at the same time, that place had. We probably would go there. That that was our honestly birthdays, birthdays, anniversaries, Valentine's Day. We boredom. Boredom. Um, we went there even on times we didn't have a whole lot of money just because that was home.
1: And we needed like, inspiration. You could
0: lock me up there at night. Not that that ever happened. I'm just saying I wished. And I would... Boy, that'd be creepy, though, that place. Mm-hmm. There's certain spots in that place that like... I don't think so. Well, why don't we avoid that section in the mm-hmm. dark? But they opened up a new shop, and it was, it was um, a turning of a new page, so to speak. It was...
1: Which just happens to be the theme of my whole next year of podcasting an is the next chapter, and turning the page. So that was kind of funny. That was a good segue.
0: So while all of you ponder for a moment what the past year has been like for you, and I hope for all of you that the past year was a good year. Um, If not, but you survived it, you got it. You did it, you nailed it, you survived it. And if some of you just barely survived it, I hope that the new year brings more blessings to you than ever before. Um, whether you're religious or not, I hope God smiles down upon you and carries you when you need it.
1: And believe me, we get it because we barely made it through
0: had some 2023
1: patches. ourselves. So
0: so let's start from the simpler, less teary-eyed stuff. Sadie, you had how many books come out this year?
1: Well, let's go through. You want to go through this? Because that will tell when you our could. books came out.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so we're going to backtrack a little bit.
1: So when I was at work, what, almost 11 days ago, 10 days ago, I listened to the Mel Robbins podcast, and for anybody that listens to me on my podcast, you'll know that I absolutely love her and I follow everything that she does. Um, She came out with a journal that you could print that was called Make 2024 Your Best Year Yet. And what you do is you go back and you reflect. So you print the workbook out, you fill out the exercises, and then hopefully you have someone that you can share that with. So it's basically a six-question year in review of what's working in your life, what's not working, what are you willing to do to work for in order to have something new in your life happen, what are you not willing to do to work for. And then there were six questions, but the first question, you had to go back... Over the last 12 months and figure out what the highlights from the past year of your life were. So we went through our phones, camera rolls, podcasts, um, Facebook posts, anything like that, anything major. And we came up with a list of things for each month that was our highlights. So we thought we would just kind of start there and share some of that with you guys too as you reflect on your last year in review.
0: And I will admit some of my months are pretty bare. Yeah. Especially June. (laughs) Yeah. Um, What do you want to go first, Sadie?
1: I think we both had the same thing for January. So we had puppies last... December. December. So January was spent loving on the two boys that have made our lives so full of joy that I can't even...
0: Very complicated love. (laughs) Explain.
1: So that's Hank and Frank. And so I would say in January we fell in love with these two boys that we decided to keep... Hank was supposed to be yours, Frank was supposed to be mine, and they, they are the they biggest flopped. goofballs. <laughs> They're probably 80 pounds. Frank's as tall as I am looking me in the eye when he stands up and gives me a huge hug. Um, the other thing that I just wanted to reflect on, too, is I feel like 2023 was really a struggle for me in a lot of ways, and I I didn't really want to share that part of myself, but... I looked back on my podcast from last year, and I had all these positive things that I wanted to talk about and plan, and I had a podcast by January 12th of 2023. I had a podcast titled Running on Empty, and I already was done with the year and over the year. I should have known (laughs) when it started off in January as rough as it did, and I think that was just more like wintertime blues and... Obviously I have a little bit of seasonally affected disorder when it becomes wintertime and it gets dark and our vitamin
0: D tanks.
1: Yeah, well that was the other thing too. Our we had some medical issues where both of our vitamin D levels were way too low and we didn't even realize it until after spring. So anything else for you in January?
0: Um, January. Well, let me let me backtrack. December of last year I had set a goal for a manuscript I wanted it to be done by the end of December so that I could start edits in January to have the book released in February. I, I hit that goal. My book, The Sight of Love, was released February 7th. I wanted it out a week, right? A week before Valentine's Day. Yep. Um, I would say I planned that one pretty darn good. I sold some copies. Oh. Um, so the, I kind of just combined January and February. But really, that was the start of... Interesting year. It was, it's good to always start the year being able to tick some boxes off, and Mm -hmm. I I hit two of those boxes right away. So what
1: did you finish in January
0: then? I finished the, well, you finished the edits in January for The Sight of Love, but then in February, my book, The Sight of Love, was released.
1: Okay. And in February of last year, we started our first episode of Have Coffee, will Travel podcast. Is that what it was, officially? Yep. Yep. And I was still struggling with it being wintertime and darkness, and I just was, blah. (laughs) One
0: of the things you guys need to know, a little something about Sadie. So in 2018, uh, we actually started being authors, became authors in 2016. Um, It took a little bit, but then I came up with the idea about doing podcasts about authors, or books and authors that wrote them, something like that. Yeah, It was horrible. I will admit, it was very... We didn't have the setup we have. Now, we still don't have a whole lot for a setup of you know, mics. We actually computers. do,
1: but we're back down to using our phones because yeah. if anybody uses Podbean, this is a perfect way to do it. You can take them anywhere with
0: you. And Sadie, the entire time, just wrestled with herself. She's like, I don't like public speaking. I don't, I'm don't. i not good behind the ah. mic. Little did I know how many years later, through COVID, through all the other BS we went through, she surpassed me in numbers. She started her own pod. Well. Part of the problem is we we're going weeks on end between podcasts, mm-hmm. and even doing them, I could tell you were struggling a little bit. But we also we we were able to interview a couple people. We did uh, a friend of mine, Michael Stoppa, who's an author on the East Coast. We interviewed um, any of you any of you that do travel vlogs on YouTube that follow or actually produce uh, the Adventures of A Plus K or you know Adam and Catherine. We interviewed them... God, that was a couple of years ago, but... Um,
1: Author Rachel Tomeo.
0: Yeah, that was our very first one. Mm-hmm. Um, Chris Sadie and I wrote a co-authored book together called Have Fate Will Travel, Chances of Ar- chances Are, which Adam and Catherine from Adventures of A Plus K were the inspiration of.
1: Also, The Imaginarium. Imaginarium Superstore. Where the Superstore. book started for that, yep.
0: And those are... We have multiple podcasts to talk about that, but... Um, at some point, our podcast was just dwindling, and I just asked Sadie, because I said, hey, do you care if I just, I carry the torch without you, so to speak? And Sadie was like, it's okay, I don't care, go ahead. Next thing I know, who decides to sneak back up on the charts? Sadie K. Frazier in the house. Started her own podcast, and kick my butt, and...
1: Sometimes you just, when the universe calls, you just listen and you go for it. Because it wasn't because that was my idea or anything I ever thought I wanted to even do. But here we are.
0: You were doing um, the Carol Burnett Tarzan. Yep. That's how you were swinging from the vines.
1: Yep.
0: So here we are, end of 2023, getting ready to start 2024. And to get back on track with Mel Robbins, I believe. Where are you March. at? You're in March. I'm a March. Um I really didn't have a whole I had some personal stuff um Sadie and I love to cook um I'm we're both on what what do you want are you on you're on Insta but what are you as your author right author Sadie K Frazier It's in pursuit, uh, in pursuit of purpose I'm on as my author name Stephen St. Clair Um it's always been kind of a back burner dream a lot to have a YouTube cooking Show um, I love to cook.
1: Either authors can cook, too, or Have Food Will Travel. I still like Have Food Will Travel.
0: Yeah. So it's just, it's it's something i got to work on if I'm really going to do it. But it might end up being um, from Instagram where I do it, or Sadie and I do it. She's got some things she's really good at. I have a couple things I'm really good at. And who knows? There's, there's one lady that you work with during your day job that one time stopped you and asked you yeah hey are you and your husband okay and you're like why and you're like she was like you guys haven't haven't posted any any food (laughs) and and i had (laughs) no
1: idea anybody was even paying attention to the food that we posted on instagram so why did you say that was that a highlight of yours yeah that's
0: a highlight um i put cook lots of food and posted on social media okay we also did a have fate will back in March because we must have a picture or something did have did have coffee will travel podcast Sweet. that must have been when we did it from the um the lake mm-hmm. and I'm not embarrassed it's that very true
1: April yeah
0: we did not do good on that one did we had a um omnidirectional mic between the two of us the wind was kicking up from the lake so it wasn't wasn't our best it was more of a already kind of neighbor chat.
1: That was I was depressed and you got me out of the house and yep. made me go to the lake. And it
0: was kind of chilly.
1: <clears throat> My water element. Mhm. So in March, I put out Fragments of Hope. So if anybody has not read that yet, you want to grab that copy. It's a grief to recovery type book for a woman who lost almost everything and
0: which must be related to Job.
1: Yep. We were still walking at ISD at that point. We mm-hmm. were trying to keep on track because it was a really warm March, so we were out walking. Mm-hmm. We were bound to determined we were going to continue losing weight and eating healthy. I was podcasting almost every single week, which I was really proud of. I still was struggling with some depression, and our vitamin D levels were still low. We hadn't been diagnosed with low vitamin D yet, so we were still kind of mm. struggling.
0: Mine was I just hadn't dealt with it, I thought.
1: And then in April...
0: Um, you can go ahead and do April.
1: So, April, spring was finally here. Uh, we went and had some family time in Kansas City, where you had some pretty heavy emotional stuff that you Mm -hmm. dealt with.
0: Uh, yep. So, in April, I have, not only in April is my birthday month, I turned, um, 48. Um, we were officially able to take care of my dad's ashes, which, uh, in some ways, kind of, I, I think, released my mom a little bit. She was, she had a big bucket list. No, no that's not the right word. She didn't have a bucket She had a list of things to do. And taking f- final care of my dad's ashes was, it was a heavy burden. And um, it was good to get that, that taken care of. Mm-hmm. And I, I think, honestly, other than uh, my nieces, st- Not quite comprehending, the littlest ones, not quite comprehending what was going on. I mean, they did, but do you really when you're six and seven? I I don't, you know. But we got it done, and it was, I think we all walked away like, whoo, all done. You know, that chapter was closed.
1: It was hard, but it was a good thing. Um, By April, I was still podcasting. Meg and Troy got married in April. Yep,
0: our daughter and son-in-law.
1: Yep. And that was a big deal. Um, we celebrated your birthday, like you said. Those were the highlights of, of April, pretty much. And then in May, we ended up going back down to Kansas City again for our niece's graduation. And celebrated my birthday in May. I was still podcasting. <laughs> still, <laughs> I was podcast. still I was still cranking them out almost every week by that point And still doing pretty good. By that point, it was spring and on into... The beginning of summer and warming up a little bit, so it was starting to feel a little bit better.
0: We also began planning the trip to see yep. our daughter.
1: Yep, to the east coast.
0: And I tell you what, when when you um, have a plan such as that, time becomes a black hole. Mm-hmm. It is slow moving, and y- when you want. Something so bad is that it is so hard to, like, you just, you look at the calendar and you're like, oh, my God, it's still the same day? (laughs) Yeah. So, what, is that all your May?
1: That's all May.
0: June, I only have one thing. Our AC went out. It was hot.
1: For almost, what, three
0: weeks? It was hot. It
1: was close to three weeks.
0: I think at one point we ended up... um, We bought an air unit for our office, and I tried to sleep on on an air mattress in here, but I just, it was not my bed. I couldn't do it. I think I ended up going back to our bedroom, and that's all there was to it.
1: In June for me, I released my second book of the year, which was Things I Wish I Knew before I wrote the book. I also put on my first speaking engagement, my first workshop at the public library, which was a big deal for me because, it is, again, like you said, I was into not public speaking. Now I'm doing a podcast. I have had my first workshop, put the book out. Um, at this point, we were trip planning, and in June, I was just focused on that book and the workshop and getting through all that, and we, I let the podcast kind of go to the wayside for that. And that was pretty much... The end. So that last one in May was the last one that I did until we did some podcasts together in October and our thing. Mm-hmm. So I apologize. I'll be back in the new year.
0: It's it's hard when you have so many irons in the fire, as they say, to stay on track. And with both of us having day jobs and then trying to find time to plan out a podcast and do some research, and I'm I'm kind of good most of the time on 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 the spot in the moment come up with things to talk about but some some things are a little bit they you got to kind of give them a little bit more attention Mm -hmm. and that is one of the things i I want to do better i will do better in this new year i've got a backlog of things i gotta in order to get beyond where i'm at i have to finish talking about the things i want to talk about um one of which is um i don't think it was this past year when I did the love languages, was it the year before? Maybe it's. It has been a while. Not and sure. uh, a friend of my brother's said, "Hey, have you ever heard of the apology languages?" I'm like, "No. What is this thing you speak of?" So I, I bought the book and I started reading a little bit of it. And that is going to be a follow up to um, my love languages. Now, if any of you have ever heard of it, it's been around for a while. And um, there's a um, a relationship doctor that. Um, broke it down for you, but I uh, having never had really heard of it before I did the podcast. I'm like, oh. So I I, I talked about it more from my point of view and what it meant to me and more so my wife, our love languages for each other. So I may start with the new year, but if I can have Sadie join me, I would very much like her input. That's what I missed last time. But the apology language—that's um, not a podcast you can really do by yourself, to be honest. Um, as much as Sadie and I are communicators, there are things we don't always communicate correctly or about at all. And I think by even having, after
1: almost twenty five years, even
0: after almost twenty five years, we're still, and, and I'll put all, all that I'll put most of that pressure on me. Um, I, I'm not the best. Communicator. I'm a good speaker, but I'm not a good communicator because sometimes when the heat is turned on or in that moment of holy crap minute, um, I kind of I either explode or I don't say anything, which is not the best. But we're gonna we're gonna go into that in the podcast or two. I don't think I can do all that in one, so I'm hoping I can schedule some time with Sadie in the new year. So uh, where are we at, Sadie? July. July. What happened in July? That was a Mm -hmm. really good thing.
1: Scarlett was born. Our daughter Megan and Troy's second baby was born July 9th.
0: And she is now a happy 16-pound baby girl. Yep. Actually,
1: both girls have COVID right now, so they're kind of fighting that and spending New Year's Eve getting better. But they are the apple of our eye
0: um what else do you have for july
1: we spent more family time in kansas city it was an unplanned trip i'm seeing a theme here <laughs> well we spent it, it was an unplanned trip because your cousin rochelle decided to surprise you sneaky sneaky we kept a secret from him and showed up in kansas city so we went down he thought we were going to see his brother and sister-in-law and his mom and his cousin rochelle from where they really live now tennessee yeah. Ended up meeting us down there. So I was the first time I met her and you were reunited reunited with and her. I, so
0: I remember standing That was awesome. I think I was standing in the kitchen and I see this this dark vehicle pull up. I'm like, Hey, you expected anybody, Paul? No. And I looked and I looked and I'm like, That looks a lot like my cousin Rochelle and I look at my wife and she's like, You'll have to ask your cousin <laughs> So anyways, um,
1: besides that for me was a lot of work stress. We found oh, out we were moving yeah. locations and things went south a little bit for a whole lot of reasons, which I'm not going to go into on the podcast, but I was pretty stressed and it it was not a fun time for me. It was probably the most stress I've had since I've worked there.
0: It was hard. Yeah. Um, I knew you could do it once upon a time when you were a property manager you were stressing pretty pretty good and i said honey word of advice and by then you were you're were you're tearing up and i said I, gra- I think i grabbed your face gently and i said do all you can do and do no more and do no more cuz let's be honest if you've reached your limit physically mentally emotionally really you can't do it more unless it becomes destructive but the- but that's that's beyond above and beyond that same scenario i told my wife i said do all you can do and do no more that's all there is to it really and here you are a few months later yep new location's good you you yep. say to me all the time how much you like your drive to work
1: yeah yeah so we moved locations we ended up moving in august and every day since then i mean i haven't had to drive in the snow yet which is going to be a challenge but i absolutely love my commute to work now it's so peaceful there's just a completely different vibe it's it's even a little bit further than I was driving before You're and good. it's just beautiful. It's I absolutely Some nice love houses it. on your drive. And in the meantime with moving locations, we also found a coffee shop nearby, so that's another thing mm. I added to August was mm-hmm. um, that was our first it's called the Mill and that was our first date where we met there, had coffee and then had like a business meeting on mm-hmm. we had all kinds of writing vibes, travelstead vibes come out on uh, that one too. The first time you were even feeling it.
0: Yeah, has to be in that spot by the bookshelf.
1: Yep,
0: I would say the only thing that place is missing is like a fireplace, Mm
1: -hmm. especially
0: on that book wall.
1: Yep, sitting outside they have the fire things that come down though and heat. Gas heaters, pretty cool.
0: So, Um, in August, let's see. I think July we went to the Imaginarium another time. Yeah, that might have been the last time we went. I think so. That's horrible. Um, So in August we planned a little bit more for our trip in October, and that gets back to it seems so far away from... Yep. There was so many things in our personal and professional lives we had to go through still, and with my day job, every day seemed like it was just grinding, yep. especially the, that last two weeks, then one week, and then the weekend, and it was...
1: Also in August, so originally we were planning on going mid-September, So at some point in August, we kept having financial issues come up and extra expenses and all kinds of stuff came up, and we ended up putting the trip off to October. Mm -hmm. So we, we moved it forward from September 15th to October 11th, which was a big deal because we really wanted to go in September. And we kind of questioned whether the weather was going to be good, and it turns out, we'll get to that part, but it turns out it was even better by going on oh, in yeah. October.
0: So. Any of you East Coasters that live on the East Coast, you guys got it. And you I've might,
1: never seen fall <clears throat> on the East Coast before. You
0: might be disagreeing with me now, depending on how bad your winter is going mm-hmm. so far, but your fall there in like the Pennsylvania area, Ohio area, especially the Cuyahoga, beautiful. Yep. Um, do you have
1: anything else in August?
0: August, uh, I finalized Mount Hope. Right. I th- I think that was another goal. Um, I knew I had enough. So the Sight of Love and Mount Hope were two manuscripts that I think I'd worked on the most, and I knew looking through my manuscripts, I'm like, okay, all my works in progress. I was like, okay, I think I can do these two. And when the Sight of Love was done and out, I'm like, ooh, let's go. You know, it was, it was one. I got that then. Afterburner feeling, I was like, Yeah, I can do this. So, uh, Mount Hope was finalized uh, manuscript and then edits. Um, Sadie does all my edits. We go back and forth about things, not in a bad way. Uh, Mount Hope was officially released in September.
1: That's right.
0: Um, and then, would you like to talk about a particular coffee excursion?
1: Mm. That started as an accident. So my dad and stepmom took us out for breakfast and coffee at a uh, hearty coffee in Benson. Yep. And we had that experience. And then we just randomly decided some, it was a Sunday, wasn't it? Yeah, I exactly. bet it was over Labor Day.
0: Yeah, it was. So we well, were off. And I, I looked on the bottom of the to-go cups they had. They, they listed four other locations, right? I said, oh, we okay. should go look at these yeah. sometime. and Little did I know, don't, don't, don't. So we
1: started boom. off at 1 that morning, and then we're, we were like, hey, look at all these other locations it listed. So we ended up deciding to see if we could find all of them that day. And we got something from all of them. Not that we got caffeine at every place. I think you got like a some kind of a cinnamon roll or s- uh, something like that yeah. at one of them. We didn't end up getting Just coffee. Just to say we've been yeah
0: to one of them. Yeah. So,
1: Anyway, long story short, we ended up like five to six coffee shops that day. Mm-hmm. It was fun though.
0: It took all day to drive. Yeah. Well, we stopped off at a park too and went for a walk. Yeah, and and it was hot. that It was. Night. It
1: was like one hundred and fifteen heat it index or something. And we decided rather to go warm,
0: and neither <laughs> one of us were prepared nope. for that. And it was hot. But you know what? I look back and I'm like, that was a good day.
1: Those are the best spur of the moment. It
0: was a spur of the moment. Like say said, it was very much unplanned. But we made some really good memories, and afterwards we, we look back and we like, we just laugh. It's like, we did all that.
1: Yep. Um, one more thing for me in September is when I started my writer's group at the library. I was asked to head up the writer's group. We had no idea where it was going to go or what it even looked like. Just meet one time and see if you guys have any interest moving forward. And now we've done it September, October, November, and December. And we're going on into the January one next. And she's actually got us booked clear out through April. And then we'll decide our summer schedule. But um, it's called In... No, I almost said In Pursuit of Purpose. It's called A Work in Progress. And it's probably one of the best thing that's happened to me. I will add on to that later. Um, but that's that's been eye-opening for me. I've learned a lot. I remember last week two weeks ago when I went to my, yeah, two weeks ago when I went to my last writer's group, um, one of the other ladies that met me, she's actually a psychologist, and she's probably like in her 70s, but she ended up saying, I told her I'd learned a lot from them, and she's like, I thought by now you'd have this all figured out. We thought that, you know, you had all the answers, and I'm like, no. It's amazing what you can learn from other people by just hearing their stories, and hearing the way they write, and their suggestions, and It's a great feedback type thing, but it's also, I think we've bonded over traumas. A lot of them are writing Mm -hmm. their memoirs and stuff like that, too, and that's exactly what I wanted to help with. That's what I feel like I've been called to do, so it's been wonderful.
0: And the funny part, excuse me, about all that, all of the things that we do now that we used to not do is all because, honestly, I reconnected with a friend, and it, it led to a different conversation about particular, um, she was an author, and I'm like, oh, I've always wanted to write, and blah, blah, blah. Flash forward, eight years now we've been writing? Eight years. And, mm-hmm. and how many books total? Close to 20, right?
1: Yeah, between 15 and 20.
0: We started out, it was just me, and then you submitted, and it's just like, so, it's just, it's amazing how one little tiny blip on the radar of life can lead you down so many different paths. And you know, you many, many moons ago, you took a master's course in psychology, and things you thought were going to go one way, they went a different way. And you're not, you're not. You don't have a PhD in psychology but the things you're doing are so far above
1: Yeah, when I earned that. my masters in psychology, I planned on going for my PhD and things did not work out as far as the school that I went to and accreditation and things that the other schools would allow, but I'm using it every day. Oh yeah. Even yeah. in my job I'm using it in ways I never expected to, but with this writers group I've been, I've been able to incorporate that with the writing and it's it's awesome. And
0: and um, the book that you wrote earlier this year about grief and recovery and... Fragments of Hope, yeah. Came out of nowhere. Yeah. All of these things that we do, it was like there was some spatial terran in, in time and space that redirected us, unknowing, just a gentle nudge in a different direction. That's mm-hmm. a whole sci-fi mm-hmm. book right there. True pushing us in a different direction, ever so gently, just enough to where we're like, huh, that's How a did good I idea. End up here? Meanwhile <laughs> the the web of the universe is being gently plucked. Ever so nicely, gently, softly, and we're finding ourselves in an avenue avenues of life we never, ever thought we would go through. True. Or two. You True. Know?
1: Which brings us into October when our life came to a screeching halt. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how to exactly go into that without divulging a whole lot of information that I'm not ready to share right now. But there were some secrets that were revealed, some traumas that had been hidden for, from our view for a long time that a family member also shared. And it was devastating. It was heartbreaking. And we're still still feeling the effects of that, especially through the holidays. Um, I just, I can't say a whole lot of what I have left on my list because it would divulge too much right now. But it's been a very difficult path. And it happened right before we were supposed to go to vacation on the East Coast. And mm-hmm. that trip almost didn't happen. And our daughter basically said, it needs to happen. You need, I need you here more than anything else. Yeah. So we went and we were able to spend time with her husband, which we had never actually met met been able to spend that much yeah, time. We met him, but not It was able limited to spend time. that first time yeah. two years ago. And got closer to our daughter as well as him and our grandbabies. It was the perfect amount of time together and it was much, much, much needed. Um, we did how many how many states did we do? Do we just figure uh, six?
0: I believe we was six-ish. Yeah,
1: six podcasts. We did one in each state. We vlogged.
0: Yeah. I, I think there was one podcast we combined. Um, it was when we were on the east side, eastern side of Indiana. Yeah. I was like, oh, nuts. We forgot.
1: Yeah.
0: So we, we really just combined two of them. But
1: yep.
0: um, the funny thing about Indiana is there is so much construction on both ends of the state that I'm like, hey, when we do a podcast, which I think we ended up doing in Indiana, mm-hmm. let's do a podcast about the the road construction of life,
1: mm-hmm.
0: thereabouts, which it's so funny because it's, it was just like a little, little inconvenience in life, that small f- few minutes where road construction slowed us down to a halt a few times, but it, it honestly gave us a minute to pause and reflect. Mm-hmm. But also it was in Indiana that we got
1: some of the news
0: it was some of the news it was <coughs> excuse me some better news less stressful news um but
1: the worst news we could ever imagine yeah worst news
0: <laughs> it it was just it
1: it it cleared up a few things
0: it, it made the trip a little bit more worth going not that it wasn't anyways but it was like okay it was kind of like we've been given permission to Relax a little bit, but and that's not really right either. Though, it, it it helped things smooth out a little bit, but it also caused Sadie and I to double down. It's like okay, new mission, priorities are dot 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 survival. Then, <laughs> so, um, we're in October. We're traveling now. Some of we we drive. Sadie and I drive everywhere. If we if we can. We're not really flyers, although we haven't tried it together. I've probably flown. Probably 20 times since we've been together in twenty, almost 24 years. I'm talking total. All the little, like, to Texas, to Oregon, and had a layover in Denver, or to Denver, you know, just, you know. Okay. So driving is definitely the way to go for us because it, it helps us do podcasts, sightsee some things, uh, go through seven tunnels in... Um, Pennsylvania, right?
1: Yeah. (coughs) No, because one of those was the double one. We ended up going eight. Yeah. You didn't see the
0: second one until you were through the first one. It's like, oh boy, look out.
1: There were also some unexpected like we got up into Michigan. We'd been there before Mm -hmm. and we went like two years ago on vacation. We were up there at Indiana Dunes. In the summertime. But this time it gave us some time to be at a we went to brewery lodge in Michigan City and We ended up just, that was kind of our haven for a couple of days, but we went exploring and went on up into Michigan. But this time I had the weirdest feeling when I was up in Michigan that I had ties to, like, I just, it felt like home. I felt like I belonged there, like that was my home. And you happen to mention maybe it's an ancestral tie. And I said, no, I don't think so, because my mom has never mentioned anything about any relatives from this area. My relatives are all like Nova Scotia and places like that in the East Coast. And we get home, and I asked her, and she said, yeah, you've got relatives up there. So it, it turns out I do have an ancestral connection up there, it. which is probably what I was feeling. And, so. and
0: while you're like just reveling in the moment, I said, honey, it's it's calling you from your blood. Yep. It, it's literally it's, my bloodline. It's a line. deeper ancestral thought,
1: which
0: and, is really cool. And I, I knew a little bit about my genealogy. So when we were in Ohio, I was, and I knew some of my family ancestral back in the eighteen hundreds, well, about that towards the eighteen hundreds, um, traveled through there and lived in Ohio. So I'm like, mm. okay, we both have some places that we've mm. had family. It's just we could feel it from both sides, and it was. Yep. It was wonderful. What what is what's the last thing in October we celebrated?
1: Our anniversary. Anniversary.
0: How many? Yep. How long? Twenty four years. Twenty four years, people.
1: So this year will be our twenty fifth anniversary. Next October. Yep. This was officially our twenty fifth New Year's and Christmas yeah. and Thanksgiving together. Yeah, all the major. So.
0: Well, yeah, definitely Thanksgiving and Christmas and New Year's.
1: Yep. Um, also, I want to mention while we were talking about the places that we went in October when we were on vacation. If anybody wants to follow our vlog, I am behind on the vlogs right at the moment because of everything else going on, but I did manage this 11 days we were off to get two of them cranked out and edited and, and uploaded to YouTube. So you can go to YouTube and pull up our vlogging channel, Have Fate Will Travel, and you can watch day one and day two of um, Peoria, Illinois, and Columbus, Ohio adventures. So
0: there more than just travel vlogs honestly they are a look into our family life a little bit but it's just we wanted to we
1: like to share hidden gems
0: <clears> and we wanted to put out something a little bit more personal but also yeah. sh- take you on our drive we we have funny moments silly moments stressful moments and it was just in that that's that's what life is there's no we didn't really we didn't censor anything, although there was nothing really to censor, although you did take that one picture of me when I was in the bathroom. Yeah. But uh nothing nothing to show there. But it just it was one of those there just it was a video memory of our lives and yeah. it involves some of the prettiest parts of the country we've ever seen. Yep. Yeah. <coughs> so we're on to uh, November. Yep. Yeah. What do you have for November?
1: I did my workshop number two. I also put out my third book of the year, which was things I wish I knew before I published the book, so that was book number two in my things I wish I knew series. Um, I don't know. we had another mint a mill date, the mill mm. date coffee date, and the very next day we had a Zen date, which was our favorite coffee shop. Must have been something going on there Must have been in the air. Um, we had another library event mm. author fair. yep. And I put on mine puppies, 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 cause oh boy! our dog Bella ended up having 13 or 14, and yeah. I think three of them died, so we had 11 that we had to find homes for. So that's our November and part of December was consumed with finding them homes and trying to stay very afloat stressful. of our house. So.
0: And then we found ourselves afterwards like, oh, I wonder how they're doing.
1: Uh-huh. I missed them. This very
0: fulfilling but yet heartbreaking at the same time because like having children sort of those of you that are pet mommy and dads, you you get it those of you that don't get it no that's that's your fault (laughs) (laughs) um we ended up i didn't have a whole lot really just author fair like i said for november celebrated
1: Uh, thanksgiving
0: thanksgiving i wouldn't really we were low very low key
1: Kind of a quiet weekend, very low key, yep. and on to December.
0: Um, we had a um, we went back to Kansas City,
1: yeah, more for family time, a
0: delayed Thanksgiving,
1: Yep.
0: Um, just kind of
1: we've celebrated Christmas break, we've we been off f- for the last 11 days,
0: tried flying under their radar,
1: yeah,
0: for December.
1: One of my dad's very best friends from my childhood passed away. So I went to his visitation and saw some old friends and caught up that way. But it was kind of an eye-opener to see um, my dad struggle through that. Like, well, even our kids have lost some of their friends within this last year. And it's hard to watch other people lose their best friends and their closest connections. And this year has kind of felt like one big what's coming next, you know. Mm -hmm. And it's... You worry about your friends and family and hope that everybody's safe and happy, and it's just been kind of a a rough year that way. So, um, like I said, I got two two vlogs done from vacation. Um, <laughs> we had a canceled vet visit because Walmart charged us three times for uh, um, pre-authorization on our groceries and took almost $600 out of wow. our account. That was while we were, like, the first part of our break, and I'm like, ugh. But the so, rest of our break's been pretty uneventful. and
0: So if any of you are Walmart shoppers, <laughs> watch your bank account. That's right. They like to pre-off the hell out of things. Yeah. Um, so that
1: was pretty much, pretty much our year in, in review. Um, one of the things that Mel has on her journal thing, once you write all this out, it says the wisdom that you've gained through looking back at those 12 months is going to help guide you with what you're going to do in this next year of your life. So... Past that, you pretty much just decide what are the hardest aspects of your life. Um, We went deeper into those categories and kind of went over it with each other. Some of it's kind of personal, but I think we can agree, like, if we can just kind of condense some of this. Um, In the area of health and wellness, Mm -hmm. we have sucked big time. I was diagnosed with type 2 diabetes a year ago, year and a half ago. And as soon as I was diagnosed, we got on board. We started eating healthy. We were walking. I lost 15 pounds. You lost 20. We were on track, and we were right where we needed to be. Doing great. And the last six months to nine months, I don't think, in 2023, that might have been the last time we walked in, like, March and April.
0: Yeah, we tried picking it back up, but just things. I, I have a second job that's tied in with my first job, and it was just, there are a lot of factors that just, when you when you can't get your head wrapped around what you should be doing, it's so hard to convince the rest of your body what it needs to do, and of course it didn't help. So two summers ago, uh, right, you got heat stroke, mm-hmm. and if you had poison ivy, we both had, had COVID, horrible, and it just once you experience certain things that it's hard to get away. Like we we like. To walk at a particular place, yes, a lot of it's shaded, but when when my wife went through that heat part, it's hard to convince your body, hey, it'll be okay. It'll be okay. Just play it safe, play it smart. But we just, there are a lot of factors between my responsibilities at work doubled, and it was by the time I get home, Sadie gets home, it's like mentally exhausted. Like mm-hmm. food, even sometimes dinner felt like too much sometimes yep. but you know what that that's one of those occasions where as a particular gray wizard said you shall not pass and that's simply saying go away bad stuff i gotta do this i have yep. things to do and 50 creeping up on me and it's it's kind of stressing me not because it's 50 but Uh, I lost my grandfather when he was 49, and he didn't make it to 50. Um, He had some health issues that were actually unknown, and he didn't pay attention to himself. And I'll be danged if I'm going to let things, my own health be the cause of my downfall. So, um, the purpose of this podcast was not really just to put something out because of the end of the year, but it was... To show our humanity, to show a personal side. Um Sadie and I love to podcast. We'd love to be authors. It it's almost our superhero. It's it's our it's my i I'm my Clark Kent during the day. I'm superhero on the weekends. You know, if I can get my button gear, I used to be podcast on Tuesdays, same with Sadie. You know, she was supergirl or you know, she was I came with <laughs> so bad superhero names. Yeah. <clears throat> we led double identities and we liked it. It had bec- it has become addicting. Problem is, enough people know that we do the things we do, we've just merged our personalities into one whole person. Well, who actually knows two people. So coming up with the new year, you can expect things from us. Sadie just changed her whole format. I gotta get my button gear, and well, part of it, if if I truly can convince Sadie to join up with me again for some serious podcasts. Um, there will be some lessons involved and hopefully taught. But I want to hit the ground running because I love to podcast. It's yes, it's anything. It's something that anybody can do, but for those that are passionate about it and have stories to tell, they are the ones that should really be out there doing it. And and
1: I think we focused far too much on things that you guys might want to hear or we think you might be interested in, but it's times like this when we are true and real and raw and let you know that we struggle too. We struggle, we rise above, and we still have hope in the new year that things will change and we'll get better. And I think that's what life is about, so... I want to be more authentic on my podcast and showing you guys instead of just hiding away and not podcasting, I'm going to get on and talk anyway. Whether I'm having a rough time, or struggling, we're going to share it all.
0: It's time to pull the curtains back yeah. and it's, you know, and in, in in the day and age we live in where everybody and their brother has an opinion about everything. I think it's only fair that people such as myself and Sadie, who try to remain neutral, <clears throat> um, maybe remain less neutral. Maybe we share some things that bother us a little bit and spark conversation or engage some things. That's it's time to stand up. Yeah. Time to stop being sheep, and it's okay that you have different opinions, but when it comes to facts. Check yourself, to put it simply. Um, I'm Sadie. My counterpart is Sadie. Uh, really? Um, You're woo! Sadie? We switched, sorry. We
1: just switched. I mean, we just totally did a Freaky Friday type thing on hey, New Year's how Eve. are
0: you doing? Are
1: you guys impressed?
0: <laughs> 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 Excuse me. That was
1: good. <coughs> Oopsie.
0: Um, my author name is Steven St. Clair. Sadie my- K. Frazier. And we want to wish everybody... A very happy new year. Is there any last things we want to add?
1: Not really. We seem
0: to stretch this. We're now almost an hour in. I know. We always do this. Let's so make gonna, a short podcast. I'm going to
1: end with my goal that I'm going to be working on this year. That was at the end of this. Is uh, Mel Robbins asks, "Is your why strong enough? If not, then choose another goal to work on this year." So my goal overall and everything that we did by revamping all that is to learn to find myself again because I feel like I've been completely lost. I've always been somebody else's wife or daughter or mom or <laughs> dog mom or whatever, employee. And I need to know who I am again. I need to find joy again and redefine my passions. And we ended up pulling some tarot cards last night and some of our, they're not exactly tarot cards. They're more like life lessons. just kind of have a misnomer yeah. About them. So they're more like, Life guidance type cards and stuff like that. They have a positive spin on them, and the bottom line in almost every card that I pulled was know thyself, and that was already my goal for this year, and I plan on sticking to that. Is turning the page, moving on to the new chapter, and the next chapter to redefine myself and figure out who I am.
0: And I I also drew some cards. Wasn't I had one that still circled back to be still. Yeah. Didn't it? Yeah. And for any of you that aren't biblical scholars, there is a, um, I don't have it out where I can see it, there is a, a passage in the book of Psalms that basically I only, the first two words are what really gets me going, but it's basically, it says, be still. And the world we live in today is so noisy, so full of distractions. Isn't it worth it for you just to be still, just for a moment, just to be quiet, to still the mind, close your eyes, open your ears, your heart, let the energy, the vibrations of the universe come into your life. And then go back into speed demon mode, which is kind of That's like where
1: change begins.
0: Like Sadie was saying, in her her one goal to work on this year, I kind of have a couple, but mine is health and wellness, and then but I also added spirituality. Um, yeah. I grew up in in a family where um, church was not an option up to a and certain you didn't point. Didn't ask questions;
1: <clears throat> you just believed what you were taught,
0: and even the questions you had, they never really got answered. It was just it was black. Or white. Well, if you're a religious person, religion is full of color, good and bad. So, why not ask the hard questions? Why not step out there on a leap of faith? Don't even leap, just crawl. Crawl in faith and ask the questions what is faith? What is this or that? So, these are things that I want to work on and I want to take. I want to learn to become more spiritual with my wife um, if you're like I said a biblical person and in this day and age I don't know that this really fits anymore but men if if you are quote unquote and I'm just quoting the Bible so don't take this the wrong way if you if you are a partner with your wife you are to wrap your arms around her she is your partner she is you are her shield you are the head of the house so to speak and i don't mean that in a sexist way but your i don't know it's it's a very layered question and those are things that i want to research on myself but in doing so i want to be better for my wife for myself for my family because like sadie and i just sadie and i just said church was not something you question it was you do as you're told you go to church you Mm but i'm sorry I am old enough now in my life where I'm gonna ask some questions. I'm probably gonna offend some people by what I have to say, and it's coming from the heart though. But it's it's time to tear off that submissive sheep's cloak. It's time to ask the hard questions.
1: Yep, all the way around. I like what you said when we were talking before we ever did the podcast too about (laughs) um You don't want it to be a forced growth type of thing, but you want to grow because our souls demand it. And I thought that was on a very deep level because that's what I need too, is not just because circumstances define you must grow through this, but because our souls don't want to stay stagnant anymore. They want to know the answers. They want to ask the hard questions. They want to heal. And that's, that's what our focus is going to be on this
0: next and year. Honestly, that's always been kind of a mantra with me, too. Is, and yeah. I told all our kids, do not go stagnant in your life's journey. Don't do it in your career. I spent so much of my career life, my work life, moving around, hopping from job to job because I wasn't happy. And I'm not, uh, I'll tell you a little secret. I'm not always happy where I'm at, but it's where I'm at. It's it's. I'm making money now more than I ever have. It's fulfilling in some areas. I've made some really good friends. My wife has pushed me so hard to just grow beyond growing, to be more than just the caterpillar that is too afraid to come out of its cocoon because you're afraid of what you might find. And that circles back to your soul demanding growth Mm -hmm. because you can never outgrow your soul. To be honest, your soul is universal. It is always changing, ever-growing, learning. You can never grow past your soul. And that's another deeper subject. But that, right. But <clears throat> I, I want to throw out a challenge to everybody who's listening today. Challenge everything. Question everything. Don't just believe. When I used to do Ancestry a little bit, I wouldn't count it as good until I found three, at least three conclusive pieces of evidence that said i am related to that person so i challenge all of you ask every question every single time do not accept what is told to you as final absolute truth but in doing so grab a partner find that partner that one special person that doesn't always agree with you but also challenges you causes you to think Makes you angry sometimes, but then also is soft enough that you want to come back and start over again. Go out there, find yourself a tree to climb safely, and look out on the horizon and say, what's out there that I haven't yet seen? And go for it.
1: Amen. Sadie? (laughs) You're going to be like,
0: where the hell have you been?
1: (laughs) Amen, brother. <laughs> so
0: that was a lot different direction than what I wanted to go. But you know what? I'm tired of sitting on my butt just agreeing with everybody. Mm-hmm. Or not agreeing but not saying anything. Yep. I have books that I ordered for the past couple of years that are just waiting to be read because it all circles back to what I was told I wasn't allowed to believe in or even look at because it. I dare think outside the, the Christian little box I was put in. And that not, doesn't necessarily refer to my parents at all. They were put in the same box as Overall, well, I think.
1: church, yeah.
0: It was just the particular Christian beliefs that were handed down from generation to generation. Yeah. Guess what? I'm knocking on your door, and you're going to answer. Yep. This is Stephen St. Clair. <laughs> <laughs> Happy New Year, people. <laughs> Sadie? Yep. Anything else you want to add? No. I promise I'll be quiet.
1: No. I agree with all that. I'm looking forward to starting over again and joining with you and making ourselves better than ever before. Transforming our souls and growing.
0: Time to find that soul cocoon, people, and shed it. Yep. Let's become the lunar moths we were destined to be.
1: Yep. Happy New Year, everybody. Happy New Year. We'll see you on the flip side.
0: (coughs) Peace out.